Welcome to More, the podcast where Debbie will explore real-life applicable ways to get more out of your life. And here's Debbie. Hey, everybody. How is everybody doing? I'm wondering, really, like, we are in the midst of this huge pandemic. Um, the whole world. I, I don't imagine there's anybody that's listening that's not involved with it. I'm in the middle of it. Everybody's in the middle of, middle of it. I apologize that I have not. I've missed a couple weeks. Um, many reasons. Could be a little bit transparent. I've struggled myself a little bit. Um, I've also been busier. Um, maybe not busier is maybe not the word, but a different kind of busy learning just how to manage life in its new form. And so, um, I've had my days of roller coaster up and downs and, and so maybe this is just what I needed. Um, I hope it's what you needed. I hope I haven't lost some fans because I wasn't out there. Um, but I'm going to record this today and put it out tonight. So um, I probably, I'm going to finish up the last chapter of the book. And I think it's very fitting with everything that's going on right now. It happens to fit perfectly with life in the world as it is right now. Before I get into the chapter, um, I just want to talk about maybe um, some ways to deal with some of the things that are happening in the world, the anxiety that we might be feeling, and ways to deal with some of those things. Um, As I've struggled with different scenarios, um, these are some things that maybe have helped me, and I hope that they help you. So I've been jotting these down the last few days, and these are some suggestions, take them or leave them, that might help you. Um, I'm in the midst of, I'm a school teacher, as all of you know, and you know, my life has changed dramatically. I'm literally at my house 24 seven, rarely go out. I've had days where I kind of laughed and chuckled on, on a comment with my colleagues that I got up, I got up from bed and went to bed in the same clothes. Like I never changed. Um, and so some of those things are kind of hard, you know, and so I've seen, I've seen the isolation. I've seen the, the different kinds of things that are happening out there. These are some of the things that have come to me. Um, if you want to share on my, um, email at, um, how to be more three, three, three at gmail.com. Then if you have ideas of ways to help others and I could share on the podcast, that would be great. Um, as we go through some of these things, these are some of the um, ide- ideas or suggestions that I have. As the th- These are some things that maybe have helped me or do help me when I get kind of in a funk. Um, and of course, now is the time to put into practice all the things that we've been learning on this podcast, right? Um but these are some other things, just side notes. Um, when I get, you know, really upset, one thing that helps sometimes is to get a song that I just love and like just 
crank it, get, turn it on in the car or turn it on in my room or wherever I am and just crank it and like sing and, and look up every word um, on the song and just sing it and sing it, you know. And then I find that no matter what I'm doing, that song just keeps popping into my head. And sometimes that's a way to help. Um, if you get a good book, like hopefully you have books in your house or you have Audible. Um, I know, I think Audible is opening up. I'm almost sure it is Audible opening up to kids any books for free for them to read and listen to. A good book helps you get your mind off any situation and kind of get you outside of your own life and put you into somebody else's. And a lot of times the books that we read like help us realize uh, maybe we don't have it quite as bad as we think. So this is all very different for us in the world today. This is a it can be very difficult, especially people who have lost family members or whatever. That's extremely difficult. But um, for the majority of people who are just dealing with complete isolation, um, it is a challenge. But we definitely know that there are people that in history's time have gone through, you know, even even more difficult. We were looking up um, the... Darn, I can't remember off the top of my head now, but it was an epidemic in the 1400s. And oh, maybe it was the Black Plague. I think it was the Black Plague that we were looking up. Literally, it killed, or it was another type of flu, but literally, it killed like 50, 50% of the people in Europe, like 50%. And so, I mean, we've been through, our world has been through, our, our generations haven't been through this, but our world has been through this these types of things. And we can get strong if we choose, we can get through them and gain strength from them. Um, another thing to do is exercise. Exercise is so important. You can get out, you can get out, go out for a walk. Um, I have a treadmill. I've been running on the treadmill every day. Um, even if you just do sit-ups or jumping jacks or lifting cans of soup in your house or, or anything, get some exercise, run around, do some things. The other day I saw my neighbors all out running laps in their backyard, my neighbor with their four kids. And it was fun to watch, you know, and the moms leading them in getting the exercise. So I think that's important. Memes are sometimes really fun. Reading memes. I mean, we, my work has been passing memes around like crazy and they give you a chuckle, you know, and there's a lot of memes about the coronavirus. So I think those are some things. Um, watch a funny show. To be honest, Friends is the funniest show I watch. And um, but whatever's funny to you, watch it. Make laugh. You know, get into movies. Get watch your. You know, if you're into Star Wars or whatever, watch you know the first episode to the tenth one or whatever, and watch them all. And Harry Potter or whatever the things are that you like to watch. Watch movies. Get into that. Um, enjoy the time with your family. Um, and, and clearly meditation and prayer, I think are two essentials to be doing on a regular basis. Spend that time calming yourself and trying to look at things from a different point of view. Um, by all means, don't isolate yourself. Um, if you live alone, find ways to, um, make a connection. 
if it's calling on the phone all the time, or, you know, maybe you can go on a walk with your neighbor, or whatever it is, don't don't isolate yourself. I think that's super important. And then kind of look at things. This sometimes helps me with perspective. Is this thing that's happening is whatever that is causing me the anxiety it, in five years is from now, is that going to really, is it going to really matter? You know, it, let's say you're, you're cooped up um, with your family. My husband was saying that they're, the police, the domestic violence rate is going up so much higher because we're just cooped up with people, you know? And so sometimes we have to let things go more and, and will, will it matter five years from now, this argument that we're having or this situation that's bothering me? Maybe sometimes we have to look at it like that. I hope that those are some suggestions that will help you um, get through this time of uncertainty. And I hope that maybe you'll go back and re-listen to some of the podcasts that definitely are important in a time right like now. I mean, if you've been listening all along, then this is the time to really put those things into action. And if you've been doing it, um, you know, will it make, or, you know, if you've been doing these things, it will make a difference. So I hope that those are some things that help you. I'm going to finish up. I don't know, depending, this is a, this last chapter is an extremely good chapter. And I've spent quite a bit of time talking about, um, maybe ways to deal with, um, the isolation and the cooped up feeling and, and different things that are happening with the COVID-19. So depending on how far I get, I may stop and finish this podcast um, and release it again on the weekend, especially since I'm behind. But we're going to talk about the last chapter in Working with the Law by Raymond Hollywell. Um, This chapter is powerful. Oh, it's so powerful. And it starts out, and it's so relatable to what we're going through right now. It starts out with a quote at the very first, he can who thinks he can. He can who thinks he can. It's a great way to end the book. And there's so many things in this chapter. I just, uh, it's just so powerful. He says, God intended every individual, every individual to succeed. And it's it's God's purpose that all men should become great. The law of God denies man nothing. And so we have to believe and think and know that we can succeed. We can succeed in getting through this difficult time. We can succeed in making um, our life better because of it. And he, he says that man is born to be rich. And I don't think he, necess- he, he can mean rich in money, but rich in blessings and rich in opportunities and the powers are inherent in man. The powers that are the powers inherent in man or the powers in man are inexhaustible, meaning they're limitless. The powers there. We just have to learn to tap into it. And he says, nature knows no failures. And you think about that. Nature is successful in everything that it does. God is successful. Nature, everything in nature is successful. It's powerful. It's capable. It's commanding. And so we know that God controls nature. 
And so if we have to just recognize that we are part of that, we are part of that um, creation, and we are the greatest creation, so we can become anything we want to be. Um, He says, infinite resources are at man's disposal. There are no limits to his possibilities. Just hearing these words and reading these words today as I was preparing for the podcast just built me up a little bit. You know, there are infinite resources at our disposal and there's no limits. We just have to tap into those. He says, higher faculties, remarkable talents, superior insight, and greater power are dormant in all. So let's take that apart just a little bit. Higher faculties. What are faculties? I looked it up. They are um, mental or physical power given to us. So higher mental, mental or physical power. Remarkable talent. He says these things are, are laying within each of us. They are in each of us. It's up to us to make them come to life. Dormant means sleeping. They're there. They're available. We can use them and do them, but we, it's our, it's our responsibility to make them useful. So higher faculties, remarkable talents, superior insight, just understanding what is best for our life and greater power are dormant in all. And he says, these exceptional elements can be developed to an extraordinary degree. Every mind can develop greatness. Have you heard the quote, that which we persist in doing becomes easier to do? Not that the nature of the thing has changed, but that our power to do has increased. So that's by Ralph Waldo Emerson. So if we keep persisting, it becomes easier not and whatever it is that we're trying to do hasn't gotten um hasn't gotten easier it hasn't changed but our ability to handle it our ability to deal with it has has improved so um you know i've been thinking about it's easy for me to be critical that's probably one of my biggest weaknesses especially with the people that i'm around in my family and um So, you know, I've been praying a lot and trying to have more love for other people and be less judgmental. And it's easy for me to do that, you know, in my marriage. That's, you know, one of my my areas of weakness. And so, you know, I, I've been praying to, to love more and to be more understanding and for all people. And it's interesting that you know, the more that I work at it, the less I notice um, the things that bother me. I've I've been really working hard on it the last few days, and I've really been meditating on it too, and trying to develop the power of love. And I've noticed that um, things that happen go by me more. Like they just they elude me more. I'm, I'm not aware of them as much. And I think that goes with this quote, that which, that which we persist in doing becomes easier to do. The thing hasn't, it doesn't, it's not easier to do it, but our power has increased. And so that, um, that is one of the things that 
we need to do is be persistent. Don't give up. Keep going. That quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson is infamous. It's it's an amazing quote, right? So we can all develop greatness. He says that great things are no less possible than small things. And really, if you think about it, it's the small and the simple things that lead to the great things. You know, how many times have I said on the podcast, little by little, a little becomes a lot. It's the little tiny things that really matter. So do the little things. Are you doing the little things? Are you writing in the gratitude journal? You know, I'm still having to work on getting better at that. But great things are no less possible than small things. But we have to do something about it. You have to take action. And honestly, really, everybody is in a position to have, they have more time on their hands. I, I just don't know of anybody that doesn't have more time on their hands. So make the commitment now. I'm going to start doing these things. I'm going to start meditating. I'm going to do a gratitude journal. I'm going to work at this. Um, he says, study, planning, and effort are all necessary. And for me... And for you, really, it doesn't matter who it is, but he says, the young and the old alike are entitled to advance. The young people and old people, it doesn't matter your age, it doesn't matter where you are in life, everybody is entitled to make advancements in their life. And he says, you can achieve your ambition. Whatever you want in life, you can achieve it. Aim high. What you imagine to yourself as success can be reached. What she idealizes, she has the power to actualize. What she images in your mind, she has the power to produce materially. Um, Aim high. You know, I've had an experience with this at school. And, you know, like sometimes some people believe that, hey, the stuff that we're doing is too hard. The, the math that we do is quite difficult. And I've even had hard, a hard time finding help. Like we have aides that we're trying to implore or employ, keep their jobs going. So I've got 50 students and I'm trying to like make sure that all of my students are grasping the concepts and I'm not there to teach it, right? They have some online videos. Um, I'm giving instructions. They have some step-by-step help, but they're having to kind of learn it on their own. So I'm having AIDS help. And even some of the AIDS are struggling. I can't do this math, right? But, um, but you know, one thing is we've had some different people say, hey, I, my kids can't do this. And um, I've been like, you know, my kids can do this. And even the, heart, the ones that are struggling, I'm helping them through, but they can do it. Aim high reach for the stars. You know, when you reach for the stars, you might catch the moon, but at least you're reaching for the stars. And he says that whatever you, um, if you idealize it, if you imagine it in your mind, you have the power to actualize it. What you image in your mind, you have the power to produce. But really, I mean, it's so, it is challenging, but this is where we get better. And this is where the meditation comes in. Because the more that you meditate, the more power you have over your mind. And yes, you're going to have bumps in the road. I have had bumps this last two weeks. I've had my downs, you know, but I haven't quit and I keep going. And you keep moving forward, looking for ways to imagine in your mind 
the things that you want to become. Okay, so do you have all this extra time on your hands? What are you going to do with it? What do you want to become? Do you want to learn something new? Do you want to clean your house now? Or do you want to um, clean your room? Or, or what do you want to do with that time? Are you going to waste it? Or are you going to use it? We all want to be successful. And he de- defines success. And this um, chapter is called The Law of Success. And he defines success as personal advancement and increase. These are some of the things that he says keep us from that keep us from having success. He says, moral cowardice. So like when you are afraid to do something, you, you're, you're a coward morally. You don't stand up for what you believe is right. You don't live true to yourself. Um, indecision at critical moments. You're, you're not willing to make the decision. Um, a desire to have one's own way. Inability to cooperate. So like you can't get along with people. It has to be your way or the highway. He says all of those things have shattered the hopes of millions. And um, so what's interesting about this is, is he's really talking about we need to get outside of ourselves. We need to be looking at what other people need. We need to be um, living the higher law. And he says I thought this is, this is an interesting um, paragraph. He says, success depends upon adopting a true course, upholding what is just and right in thought and action. Adherence to a principle is most essential. So whatever the principle is that you believe in, if it's honesty or, or, telling, or just being kind or whatever it is, you have to stick to that principle. He says, success is not a creature of circumstance, nor a game of chance, nor luck. He said, it doesn't just happen. You're not just lucky. You, you weren't just born into a lucky family. You weren't just blessed with great circumstances. Those things don't just happen. You create your life. And he says that not until the golden rule is the basis of all that you do. So he kind of is talking about business. And if you want to be successful in your business, he says you cannot be successful until you apply the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have others do to you. He says religion and business are not two separate sciences. He says they're one. So if you want to be, have a successful business, if you want to do well in school, if you want to do well on your team, if you want to do well at your job, if you want to do well in your family, the, what, what's the most important thing is the golden rule. He said, this, this one man, Lord Leverholm said, it is frequently stated that modern business cannot be conducted on the line of the Sermon on the Mount. I can only say that a business conducted on any other basis will never be permanently successful. Business is an expression of man's highest aim, man's religion. So basically he's saying, look, if you want to be successful at anything, it doesn't matter what you want to be successful at. Think about what you want to be successful. For me, you know, I think it's relationships. That's the number one thing. If you want to be successful at relationships, get outside of yourself. Think of other people. Apply the golden rule. How you do unto others, you do unto your, or uh, do unto others as you would have others do unto you, right? If you want them to treat you that way, are you treating them that way? And how do you do that? 
There's a, a scripture in Ezekiel, and I love it. And it says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone. That's, I guess, something I'm always working on is having a softer heart, being more loving, being more kind, being more generous. And, you know, in order to have the golden rule apply, in order to be more loving and more kind to others, you really have to get the heart of stone out of you. And when you know that you don't want your own way all the time, when you know that you cooperate with others, when you're strong in your opinions and you, you hold fast to that which you know is right and you don't look for ways out of things, you know that God's guiding your life. And um, I think that's important. That's how we know that we're successful. So, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop. We're about 25 minutes now and I'm about halfway through. There's a lot to think about on this. Oh boy, some of these people are just inspired. Raymond Hollywell has a gift of writing. These things are so powerful. I hope that you're okay. I hope that this finds you, gives you strength to start again and to keep going forward. Um, be successful. Um, personal advancement and increase can happen for you. So, I'm going to continue this in the next couple of days. Um, and I hope that it will find you in good spirits and that it helps you, especially during this time. Um, and then we'll, we'll just see you next time. I want to say next week, but boy, I haven't been great. But I'm going to release this now. And then I'm hoping, depending on how things go for the weekend, that I can... Uh, record another one within the next couple of days and finish this this part two of the law of success good luck everybody have a great week and please reach out to my email how to be more three three